Hi, and welcome to Functionally Fit. I'm Jen Rice, and I am so delighted to have our guest today, who is really going to just, just bring it when it comes to crushing cravings, using food as medicine, um, not only staying away from illness, but, but thriving in wellness. Um, in fact, her Facebook group is all about thriving. This is Letty Algeri, and she is here today from New York, right? Yep, I am from New York. So thank you for having me. Super excited to come chat with your, with your peeps, with your community. Awesome. Yeah, we're so great to have you. We're so glad to have you. And um, I was wondering if you could kind of dive right into sharing with us um, your journey to even becoming interested in using food as medicine and if you had a personal experience or if you could kind of share with everyone, because I know there's probably someone out there who may be looking to change their health, um, maybe listening and feeling a little bit frustrated, especially after this whole last year. If you're listening to this in, in a recording, this is um, April of 2021. We have this time last year, most of the United States was in lockdown from the um, COVID-19 pandemic and a lot of things were uncertain. Um, still, we, we move forward with uncertainty. However, uh, now more than ever, I believe it's a time to really harness our, our internal powers of making our health as, as good as it can be. There will always be another virus, another something. And the better our immune system is, the, the happier you know, our bodies are, the better we are to, to handle that. So Letty, I'm going to let you just uh, take it away and share a little bit about how you got started. Sure. So thank you. My name again is Letty Algieri. I am in New York. And today I help women break free from the yo-yo dieting by giving them simple steps to crush their food cravings so that they can live a life full of energy and in control without giving up the foods they love. But it wasn't always like that. So my journey really started off as a teacher. I was an educator of middle school children and loved every second of what I did. And then I got married and got pregnant and decided, hey, I'm going to stay home and raise my children. And, you know, people follow certain paths, I feel like, typically based on personal experiences. And my personal experience was that when my daughter was born at three weeks of age, she was a very sick little baby. She was covered head to toe in a rash, like blood on her sheets rash, excruciating pain, oh. blood in her stool. Yeah, it was just not so much fun. And I always felt like I was a healthy person, but I had never, I was like a typical normal healthy-ish person, but I had never really dove in to what that looked like. And so it turns out she was allergic to absolutely everything. I was a nursing mom, everything I ate, she got, right? So it was time to dive in. And through this experience, I learned that food can harm you or it can heal you. A little bit about what you were talking about before, right, Jen? Like, how are we protecting our body? How are we setting up our immune system? And for her, it was literally life or death, what she ate. And so I went down a whole new journey of learning so much. And as an educator, I felt like I want to teach this. I want to help people learn that food can harm them or it can heal them. Did and, she have that, severe uh, food allergy or gluten or celiac or what was, what did? So we don't have sharing? celiac. Okay. 
Yeah, no, I don't mind. Please, I'm an open book. So she was and still is allergic to gluten and dairy and soy and nuts and all fruits. Um, and then the airborne stuff, like a lot wow. of airborne stuff. Yeah. And, and we've come a long way. We've learned how to heal her gut and, you know, everything's definitely working much, much better than it was back then because I didn't know any better, right? You learn and then you do better. Right. Right. And so her presenting symptoms were rashes more so than any, cause I, I mean, I do dermatology, you know, as a PA and I, see some children that have rashes that it's sort of chalked up as eczema, but you can always wonder if it isn't a food driven. Um, and we often will recommend, you know, some conventional allergy testing, but did you, was that the step that you had or how did you, were you pediatrician to allergist or? Yeah, so interesting. yeah, we went to pediatrician. I was a brand new mama. Like I was just recovering myself and had no idea. And when we took her, he's like, she's head to toe in a rash. I was like, I thought that was baby acne. He's like, no, this is legit. And yes, the eczema developed as she was a toddler and a little bit older, but um, she had blood in her stool. Oh, and okay. Like the one thing that really yes. triggered us. Yes. Um, and I'm not going to like, listen, there's places for everybody, but I'm not going to lie that our pediatrician did not really support us and we had to go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And it opened up the world to holistic living for us, yes. um, like acupuncture and naturopathic medicine. And, and maybe that resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't. And that's totally fine. But either way, it really opened my eyes that food could be the key to helping or hurting. And, and that was the path we took. So, um, it's really an interesting, I think almost, I don't know if it's a fact, but I'll say it's a, what I've picked up on and what a lot of uh, people in functional medicine say is that we end up here almost always, because um, I was the least likely person to ever do anything but pharmaceutical medicine, um, least likely person to ever think that there's like a mind body connection. I just was totally like science-based uh, pill for every ill. And so when I talk to other, uh, you know, people that are in the health, uh, holistic, more holistic field, whether it's functional medicine or integrative medicine, it's almost always themselves, which for me, it was my own health that put me there, or it's a family member that has a problem that you hit it, a literal wall with what conventional medicine, allopathic medicine is doing for you. And then you, you kind of have to pivot and figure something else out. Uh, so the fact that, you know, your family member, this, you know, of course your child is suffering. Um, that is a, that is a common story of how people end up in the field as a, as a, you know, lifelong learner, as well as then instructor or mentor for others, because they had to trust in something different. It's so funny that you say that because two things come to mind. First, my pediatrician, and listen, he did the best he could, right? He did what he knew, literally said to me, lady, your daughter's just an allergy kid. You're going to have to deal with this. Like this is your new life. And I was like, I don't know that I'm okay with that, you know? And so it made us look outside, which was interesting. Um, and yeah, and, and it really helped in a way 
we, I, I hate that my daughter has those health challenges, but we love it because it's, it really has been a platform. And the silver lining is that we together, her and I have been able to help so many people and change yeah. so many lives and educate. And, you know, so that's such a nice thing to turn like a mess into a success, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I also wanted to, um, you know, highlight too, that I know that you're, you're an entrepreneur, but you weren't, you weren't always, you had found also a more of a holistic company that you, that you wanted to be a part of. And this gave you and anyone who, um, you know, is friends with me or we've been around each other for any length of time, you know, I love an entrepreneurial story and I love, uh, I love when people can take something that they're passionate about and turn it into uh, either a second income or even something that can, can do more so. And you have that great story too. And being able to then be present more for your, for your children. And so if you could share a little bit about just, um, you know, how that company and that, that business has propelled you even into the coaching realm, which I'm thinking was that, that was, that was the necessary, that was like the step, stair step. Yeah. So, so it's interesting. So I, like I said, I resigned, I stayed home with my daughter, my daughter got sick. Um, and then, you know, uh, maybe a few years later, my husband was like, yeah, babe, we're broke. You need to go back to work, you know? <laughs> and I was like, no, I kind of like being home with the kids. This is awesome. I'm actually going to go back to school. And I went to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in Manhattan, became a certified holistic health coach and opened up a practice like immediately. And a few things were happening. On the one hand, I was like, okay, I'm ready to put real clothes on and, you know, get out of like sweats. And, and <laughs> again. Um, I love pouring into people. I, I just love helping. I love teaching. I love educating and I'm obsessed with health and I get to pick my own hours and I could be home with my kids and I can pick and choose when is good for me. Right. Right. So that's what I thought. And that's how the journey began. And it was going well at the beginning until my kids were like, mommy, you're going to be gone again tonight. You're not tucking us in like oh. you're out. Oh, Saturday morning they wake up and I'd be with clients. And I was like, what am I doing? Like I'm building this business that I'm totally, not that I was drowning because I loved it, but it was exhausting. I had toddlers, I had a business, I had a home. I, like, it was just all so much and I was exhausted. Like the health coach and me was falling asleep at the dinner table or yes. you know, nobody in my family, they were like, you can't pick the movie tonight because you'll be asleep before it starts. Like it You just, were not walking the walk of work-life balance or, yeah. No, right. not even for a second. I was pretending and I was hoping to, but I couldn't do it. And I was literally about to walk away and go back to teaching. And that's when I did discover a wellness company that has a food concentrate product. And at first I was like, I don't know, I'm really more about whole food nutrition. And then I learned how it is whole food nutrition. It's the most clinically researched nutritional product in the world. And it was simple and I needed simple and my clients needed simple. And so by incorporating this product into my coaching, I saw tremendous results because at the end of the day, it's 30 fruits, veggies, and berries in a capsule, like real vine ripened, real food. And I was like, wait a minute, what did we talk about? Food can harm you or it can heal you. Right. When you're eating 30 raw organic vine ripened fruits and vegetables every day, your body's thriving, right? Right. Yes. And 
Yeah. And so that's what happened. And people started to feel so good. They were like, I have more energy. I'm making better choices. My aches and pains are gone. My migraines, like what's happening? Like it's the right food. So I definitely transitioned into that realm. I closed my coaching practice because I needed something simple for me and simple for my clients. And that worked. Um, but recently I was like itching. I'm like, but I love health coaching and I love coaching and teaching and educating. And so I have come back to um, a group program. Uh, I do some private coaching and a group program called Craving Crushers. So that's been really, really exciting. So tell me about now, do you find that um, uh, the video, so I'm assuming like a lot of your things have been done, like how we're doing this interview today is on Zoom. Um, do you miss the face-to-face? -face? Do you feel like it was, but do you feel like the video that people are getting just as much benefit? Um, talk to me a little bit about like this new uh, 2021 video world we're in. Um, do you feel like though there's pros and cons or? Yeah, I think there's huge pros and cons. Before the pandemic, I was having live events at my house probably twice a month from cooking classes to empowerment events because listen, it's a whole, I'm holistic, right? So we right. look at the whole body from mind, body, the whole thing. Um, and it was awesome. It's nice to like hug somebody. It's nice to look at them and interact or have conversations amongst a few people that I miss that tremendously. Thank goodness we have Zoom. And the beauty of Zoom is that you can expand your reach. So I can have clients in California, in Australia, I can really expand as large as I want um, and have the most impact due to and that. Find technology. the people that are looking yeah. for what the solutions that you offer um, with a bigger ripple effect, which I think has been a really cool thing about the, all, the online world in general. And as we move forward, I don't see it. I see it only getting stronger. Uh, so when you talk about cravings um, and helping people through them, could you give a couple examples of like um, things that maybe your clients have struggled with and sort of, I love a good success story. Like how do you kind of rework that? I mean, I realize there's a whole program to it, but kind of just a short um, option for anyone listening that may want to work on some craving because I, I think it's like a mental script right too of what you're saying to yourself yeah for sure and it's interesting because all my years of coaching um the one thing I would hear from people all the time was like I was good all day and I hate the good and the bad I hate that mindset because then we like shaming ourselves yeah. so I'm doing air quotes right so like I was good all day and then after dinner, I just couldn't control myself. And the chocolate was calling, the chips were calling, the blah, 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 you know, fill in the blank was calling. And then they would sabotage their health in their words, right? right. And what would happen is it was not just one night, well, I already ate the chips, I might as well eat the cookies. I already ate the cookies, I might as well eat this. And it would snowball. And then the next day it was like, well, I screwed up last night, I might as well keep eating. And so one off meal would lead to a week, a month, six months, five years later, what happened, right? Because why bother, right? Because I'm already off the wagon. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I fell off the wagon. I'm off. I can't catch up to the wagon. I'm not even going to bother. Exactly. You're 100% right. And so that was where I felt like I needed to target women because when you can control your cravings, you can control your health. And, and I feel so strongly about that because now when you're in control of what you're eating and you're picking and choosing, 
you're in a better place. That doesn't mean you should never eat chocolate chips or candy. You know, I'm not saying never eat that. I'm saying eat it on your terms, not when your body's craving it. And so when we do that, it just changes the way they show up every single day and every decision they make and every choice they make. And so we stay on the bandwagon, you know? Yeah. And I, um, so I was, a, even as a child, um, I think I was an emotional eater and did a lot of soothing with food. I, I mean, I had a fantastic childhood. So it wasn't, I wasn't soothing anything other than um, maybe it was anxious moments. Maybe it was anxious thoughts. Maybe it was just felt good to eat certain things. I, I mean, I can distinctly remember like, you know, peanut butter and jelly and Doritos and just being like, so happy eating that. And, and I'm not saying that that's wrong, but then that what that carried on for me too was um, as I got older and weight would then start to stick on a little bit more. And, and for anyone under 30, maybe you don't have this as much, but as you definitely approach, you know, you're in your 40, yep. something happens and things change a lot. And I just wasn't getting away with that um, emotional, uh, plus any, any of the sugars I was eating seemed to be staying around more and in your body changes over time. And that's kind of a hard Whoa, that's a hard reality. I mean, it really, I feel like it snuck up on me and hit me at 45. But if I really look back, it was creeping along all the time. And so, you know, do you find that women who um, either are married or have a partner um, or family, like there's a, there's an easy sort of excuse of like, well, nobody else really wants to do this with me. This is going to be too big of a change. Like, how would you even recommend that they? begin to step forward in a, in an eating change? That is such a good question. That's like the million dollar question, right. I think. Uh, and I think it's a really good one. And there's so many different aspects, so many ways we can attack it because it depends on your family, on yourself. But the first thing is mindset. And I know that seems like a foofy answer, but I'm going to tell you that the first thing is that you need to believe that you're worth it and that you need to, I don't want to say need, I'm not like pointing my fingers at people, but, yeah. but the first step is accepting like, yes, I am worth it. I deserve it. I deserve to eat healthy. I deserve to feel good. And I want this for myself. Right. And when you can really show up that way, it's amazing. The resourcefulness that will come. It's like, when you have a strong, why you'll figure out the how, right? Yes. But, but one of the things I like to say for like a simple, simple tip I, I don't want women or men or whoever's cooking to be cooking 27 meals a night, right? We stick to one yeah. meal, because, but you can always do versions of that meal. So for example, right? Let's say tacos. I always use tacos as an example because I think everybody I eats tacos. tacos. Yeah, right? Great. Everyone yeah. loves tacos. Yeah. Okay. So you can go from like processed wraps to organic crunchy corn, right? Uh, the crunchy corn tortillas. So you can, if your family's stuck on the process wraps for now, that's okay. You can just put a different um, shell for you. If they want sour cream, you can choose not to do sour cream and add guacamole instead. Or So you can do different versions of the same meal. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Last night, we actually, I love that you brought up tacos because we had them and we found these taco shells that are, because um, I don't eat any corn, um, are, you, you know, they're cassava flour. Yes. And so there's more and more of this type of, I mean, I think even four years ago or five, you, we would have been hard pressed to find a lot of options. But as I'm noticing over time, we get more and more options. And then 
with or being able to order online too, unlike ever, never before, um, there are certain companies we can just get that stuff sent to the house. So you can even, I think, order your own little stash, if you will, of, of things. But yeah, that's a great tip on, um, it's the same food, but you're picking and choosing kind of right. what you're having there. And exactly. then you may see that, um, you know, your significant other spouse would jump on with you potentially uh, because it actually, they taste good. And that was the next thing I was going to say. I'm glad you brought it up is like, you know, you stay the course and do what, because you matter and you need to put yourself first and you stay and one foot in front of the other and people will start to trickle in. Wait, I want beans. Where'd you get, why, how come I didn't get beans on my plate? Or, it, it takes a lot of exposures. It's not going to happen overnight. So be patient with people. Um, but having a big conversation to start, especially for families, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm moving forward with. You can choose to jump on with me or not, but this is my plan. And verbalizing it, I think, gives it more power and more life as well, you know? Yeah. And did you, um, so with your, um, with, with their, with the eating that changed in the family, all throughout, right, you've had to make different now, did you just make separate or did you jump on right away and just start eating the same as as your child and then yeah kind of went from there no of course great question so I jumped on immediately I was a nursing mom so I had to eat what she needed to oh eat. okay yeah. gotcha. so I immediately jumped on and then my husband has really grown a lot over <laughs> these last 15 years he's definitely not where I'm at but he has def he has um evolved significantly but we still like when the kids were little would be like this is juliana's bread this is daddy's bread you know uh, like, yeah separation. my husband yeah. has his limits you know with certain things but but he's come a long way with a lot and and you need to just be grateful for that you know yeah absolutely there's pros like there there's definitely some upside to having different bread because then you can really you're never going in and like the last slice is gone because like you're the one <laughs> so it's like there's no stealing my bread anymore really all except when you start eating it more but okay. so um before we i know we could just go on and on with this um conversation because food is so 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 key and i think that a lot of weight trouble troubles with losing weight i cannot tell you how many years i want to say 10 to 15 years i was like gosh i can't lose this last 10 pounds i can't lose this last 10 to 15 pounds i go to the gym all the time i'm lifting weights i'm running around outside i'm swimming 100 miles whatever and i'm like what is going on well it was the alcohol it was the uh, lattes it was the <laughs> um all the foods in the boxes like the triscuits in the and i'm not shaming any brands but i'm just saying like i am if it came in a box and it was a cracker like that was my thing and snacks and chips and um and so when i changed my food you know 30 pounds came off of me in about a year um and it just hasn't come back you know, I'm so glad you brought that up. And, and I wanted, because I was hoping that this conversation would come up. I'm going to say two things. First, people that are struggling with the weight and the yo-yo and the up and the down and this plan and that plan, it's not your fault that you no. can't lose this weight. And, and again, I don't want to shame any products or any companies yeah. or any brands either, but the way that um, food companies are set up, they are set up not for your success, but for their financial success. 
And so they're going to give you food that's addictive. They're going to give you food that tastes really good. They're going to give you food with additives. So you keep coming back and buying it yes. regardless yes. of your health. Do you agree with me? Yes. Jen? Yes. And I was a big, also if you add in the sugar, like the aspartames. Yes. Yes. And so we're trained like low, don't eat sugars. Okay. So I'll go sugar-free, but those chemicals are actually more harmful for you. And so first remember, it's not, it's not on you. You just haven't been properly educated and it's so much simpler than you think. So much and, simpler. And the odds are against you the minute you walk into any grocery store, unless you're maybe <laughs> in a super specialized, um, there's just, that's why they always say like shop the perimeter. Um, mm -hmm. It was funny, and I know we we're gonna we're gonna cut off soon, but I think this is a good point to make because this goes for like older people too. Because I the patients that I see regularly are, I would say seventy five and up for the most part. I mean, I see a very a lot of very healthy people in their eighties. And one gentleman I saw recently, um, his pants were really baggy, and I was like hoping you know he wasn't sick or anything. I mean, he looked okay, and he said, "Oh." My wife and I have been vegan for like uh, a few years. And I just, you know, I said, I think you're not going to fill those pants back in. <laughs> but, and I'm not saying, you know, vegan is not necessarily the answer for everyone. But what was interesting was that he and his wife realized, you know, as late as 70 years old, that if they could change their food, they might be able to get rid of and minimize some of the chronic conditions and forego you know, the cancers and things like that. I mean, it's not a sure thing, but it's, it's definitely hedging your bets that way. But Jen, they say 75% of chronic illness is preventable by lifestyle. So 75% is a pretty big number. If you could show up for your health and eat the way your body needs to be fueled, 75% chance of, of kind of getting away from all those illnesses is pretty big. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. So um, I know that um, we definitely want to have you back because this will be great. And I'd love for you to um, maybe share with us too some more on food and, um, you know, just cooking at home if you have some tips on that. But before we go today, if you have just a couple tips for someone who may be um, looking at their kitchen and listening to this and it's, you know, a year plus out from our quarantines and they just feel like I have no idea where to start. Um, what could they do at home right now? Just sort of maybe a couple things. I mean, we, we also are going to share in the show notes for um, anyone that would like to connect more with Letty, we'll have her free Facebook group, which she gives uh, lots of value and um, it's, it's a great group. So we'll put that in the link and then you can also connect with her um, you know, by message also with our, um, with our podcast, there is a way to send a message. Um, there's a little message tab. You can send an audio message to us too, that I can pass on to Letty. So I just wanted to mention that before we go and Letty, um, before you get into your two tips, do you have anything in particular that you're setting up for or getting ready to launch or do, or do you have anything special planned for say coming up to summer? Yeah, so I definitely am going to have a whole series of events in the summer that mostly will be virtual uh, for obvious reasons, but, um, but great, like from cooking classes to label reading, like so many different things. So you definitely want to tune in on that. And the Facebook group is a great place to connect. I do a monthly challenge, fun, simple things, just little habits that you can add into your everyday life that you learn. So we do one a month to really keep your lifestyle and 
it's all about habits. And it's just, if we had a new habit every month, it will go really far and tons of value and recipes, but it's not so much about the recipes because you can Google a recipe in 30 seconds. Right. It's the, how am I going to implement this into my life? How am I going to make better choices? And, um, and so and definitely a community um, of people that are yeah. cheering you on to make those switches and that are walking the same walk as you, um, can be really, I know that, um, for my home business, if I didn't have an accountability partner, I wouldn't have lasted seven years. I would, I would have quit a long time ago because it definitely, when someone is and other people are on the same journey as you and sharing what's going on, it can be really powerful. It is. And it's funny you say that because in my Craven Crushers group, one of the first thing that the women said was like, I thought I was alone. I didn't realize everybody felt the same way I do. And there are so many people on the same boat as you and having that support and feedback and like, hey, today was hard for me because of this and chiming in being like, hey, me too is so, so nice. But I know we're running out of time. I'm going to give you one tip that seems so freaking simple, but is life changing. And that is look at your ingredients, you guys look at what you're eating. If it's coming out of a box, there's a good chance that it has a whole paragraph of ingredients mm. um, in the labels, right? That's what we're talking about. And, and so those are the things you want to stay away from because those are the things that your body doesn't see as food. And when your body doesn't recognize something as food and it's more of a food product, then that's when cravings start to creep up. That's when headaches come. That's when lulls, like energy uh, dips, all of those things happen. When you eat real food, and what do I mean by real food? Something that comes from nature. You can choose if you're a vegan or a vegetarian or not, you know, animals, plants, you know, that's your choice, but it all comes from nature. Broccoli is one ingredient and apple is one ingredient, right? Guacamole, all right, three or four ingredients, but they're all made up of all natural ingredients. So that's the simplest thing. Next time you want to eat something, go to your pantry, look at it, and if the ingredients don't seem so great, that on your shopping list, be like replace crackers with something that is great. And just slowly, one thing at a time. Don't go throw everything away. As soon as you're done eating that item, replace it with one that's a little better. And just I get a little that. better every day. That's it. Yeah, I love it. So good. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. We so appreciate you. And um, we know that people can contact you in the show notes through the website and the Facebook group. So you can always uh, look down in the show notes here and that'll be there. And Letty, thank you so much for all you poured into everyone today. Uh -huh. We really appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank you yeah. for having me. And I look forward to connecting with all of you guys in my Thrive Facebook group. So I will see you all there. Uh -huh.